Welcome to the PSI Monthly Podcast. My name is Kat and I will be your host. And on behalf of PSI Seminars, welcome to the podcast. PSI has been offering personal growth seminars around the world for over 45 years. And each month on these trainings, we explore tools and techniques from the PSI Basic Course as a free resource for you in your ongoing personal growth and self-improvement. For those of you who are new to PSI seminars and would like to find out more about our basic course, you can go to PSIBasicSeminar.com. Tonight we are talking about change as opportunity. First off, we have PSI Area Director Teresa Corbett. Teresa has been working with PSI seminars for nearly 30 years now. She trains trainers for the 90-day goal achieving program, is currently the Las Vegas area director, and oversees both Orange County and Toronto. She's a fantabulous woman who I am honored to call my friend. Teresa, are you with us? Yes, I am, Kat. Thank you so much for the introduction. Welcome. I'm so excited to hear what you are going to talk about. I know you did a Zoom workshop recently. Uh, We did these uh, series of Zoom workshops. Now we have more things in the pipeline. And so talk about change. PSI Seminars is going through changes. I'm going through changes. You're going through changes. So let's talk about how change can be an opportunity. I think that's a great idea. So change as an opportunity. How many of you have actually thought about change could be an opportunity? So what I would like for you to explore is what would your life look like if every time change occurred, you got excited and you saw an opportunity to do something different? What would be different for you? Like you took change as a sign, as a hint, like it's time to shake things up in your world to do something different. So that's what we're going to explore. Now, one of the things I want to be clear with everyone in the audience about is when change is present, we immediately feel fear. And when we feel fear, we have a choice about how we experience the fear. Because as human beings, we have the power of choice. So what choices are you making in your life around change? Do you view change as a threat? Or do you view change as an opportunity? Because for the people who view change as an opportunity, you have an opportunity to expand and grow. And some people view change as a threat and that will keep you smaller versus thriving and growing. So hopefully by the end of this podcast, you will gain some insights into how you view change and to get some tools to support you in identifying ways to think about change as an exciting opportunity. So a question you might want to ask yourself right now is my current way of thinking about change supporting my future self? Are you treading water in your life? 
or are you making a powerful move in the direction of your dreams? Do you use fear as an ally, like a friend in your life? Or do you fear, or do you view fear as an enemy in your life? Because you have a choice, friend or foe. So some of us think to ourselves that we want to stay safe and comfortable. So I'm going to use an analogy and maybe this will resonate with some of you. So are you living your life on a merry-go-round where you can predict what will happen every day? Are you doing the same thing each and every day and expecting a different result? Are you hoping and wishing for change, however, not willing to take action to make it happen? And I really do want to suggest that maybe there is some areas in your life where you're stuck on the merry-go-round and you don't even realize it that you're doing the same thing the same way and wondering why your results are the same. Well, so Teresa, for someone who doesn't realize it, like how do you even know if you don't realize that you're stuck in some areas on this merry-go-round, how do you know if you're playing it safe? So that's a great question, Kat. You're playing it safe if you are comfortable with being comfortable, like you're really comfortable with being comfortable. You'll notice that you're playing it safe when your energy is low and you're not very excited about your life. And you'll also notice that you avoid or attack when you feel threatened by change. And what I mean by you avoid or attack is some of you on this podcast might know that you just go and zone out. And others of you attack anybody that makes any suggestions to you because you're afraid, you feel threatened, fear is present. And then that causes you to be want to want to be right about things. And then sometimes you'll find yourself quitting and then you'll be making excuses for quitting. Like you'll say, well, this wasn't for me anyhow. And you are actually fighting to stay comfortable. So that's how you know if you're playing it safe. So here's another thought process, though, that you could work with, which is, how do you get excited about change? Like, you know in your heart, you know in your gut that change is happening for a good reason. And some may say, I feel the fear of the unknown and I'm willing to step into it. So I'm going to use another analogy for you. Do you embrace the change and live your life? on a wild and crazy roller coaster ride so that when the ride is over, you have the ride of your life as compared to a merry-go-round 
where it's always safe and predictable because the speed of the merry-go-round is always going to be the same. The horses are always just going to go up and down. Whereas if you ride a wild and crazy roller coaster, you're going to have an opportunity to experience all of your emotions. You'll have an opportunity to experience passion, joy, excitement all the twists and turns that life has to offer. This is a wild and crazy roller coaster, and that's where growth occurs. So if you're thinking of change as an opportunity, meaning you're asking yourself, what is the opportunity in this situation? So have you ever thought about that? What is the opportunity in this particular situation because we're going through change right now individually in our families and in our communities and even in the world so in spite the challenges that you might be facing can you get excited because if you actually get excited that will unlock the creative side of you and it will allow yourself to dream and what I'm talking about when I'm referring to dreaming is what is possible for me in my life at this moment in time. You'll start to focus on solutions. There are many solutions out there. This is where you can expand your thinking and to start taking risks to be bigger than your former self. So if you're willing to move forward with, with the change you desire, or the change that's even happening right now, whether you desire it or not, this is where you can create an exciting life for yourself. And that's what I call a game to play. And you have the opportunity to determine how big of a game you play. In the PSI basic seminar, we call it get, getting outside of your nine dots. You get to think differently than what is comfortable. So what I would like you to do is to, to think about and invite you to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Like what would that look like for you? Well, you know, Teresa, I get really excited by new things, new changes, new adventures. How do you know if you're comfortable being uncomfortable or if you're just being comfortable? Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. So I have some thoughts around that to where you can maybe do a comparison for yourself. So when you're viewing change as a threat, chances are you're living the life of a follower and you're victim to your situation. Lots of times when you view change as a threat, you take on the mentality of scarcity, that there's not enough. When you view change as a threat, you might see only all the problems out there. 
And when change is a threat, you're living kind of like a boring, predictable life where you're actually shrinking. And you also have a tendency to react. And for those of you out there in the audience that are familiar with the PSI basic seminar, the concept called the three R's, you're in resistance, resentment, and possibly revenge. So those are, those are like characteristics and you might want to tally how many characteristics you have on change as a threat. And then let's look at change as an opportunity. And this is where you want to focus your attention. I just want you to bring your awareness to change as a threat. However, you want to focus your attention on change as an opportunity. So when change is an opportunity, you start to take leadership in your life. You start to have responsible conversations. You practice giving. You see that there's solutions everywhere, which causes you to get excited. And then when you get excited, you start growing, you start expanding, and you know that you know you're uncomfortable because you're in unknown territory. And then you tend to respond to the change and you start thinking outside of your nine dots, meaning thinking outside of what's comfortable. So that would be the difference, Kat, between change as a threat and change as an opportunity. So let me review those again. You're taking leadership in change as an opportunity. Leadership in your life. Leadership of self. You're taking personal responsibility for your results. And you're practicing with abundance. Like there's millions and millions and millions of solutions, which causes you to get excited which causes you to grow, you expand. It is uncomfortable. Believe me, it's very uncomfortable. However, you start to respond to change and then you are thinking outside the nine dots, like thinking outside what is normal for you. Make sense? Uh, it sure does. And we are in a unique time right now where there's a lot of changes in the world and our lives that seems like we don't have any control over. And if I'm at home being comfortable listening to this podcast and go, okay, how can I be more of a leader and take leadership of change in my life? Like, what are some ways that you recommend to make those sorts of changes happen in our lives, to be the director, to be the leader uh, of ourselves in that way? Well, here's the good news, bad news. That's a really simple answer, and it's sometimes not the answer we want to hear, which is in order to make change happen, you have to make a decision to do something different. You have to make a decision. It all starts with a decision. So here's what I've personally learned about the power of decision. Number one. It's really important to decide what you will focus on because whatever you focus on will grow. And I'm sure that everyone listening on this podcast can relate to that. Like what I'm focusing on is getting bigger. 
So is it something I really want to focus on or do I want to focus in another direction? And then number two, you have to make a decision. You have to decide what your energy will be around change. So do you have the energy of, I have to change? Do you have the energy of, I really want to change? Or even better, do you have the energy of, I get to change? Because energy and excitement create solutions. So if you come from a place of, I get to change, that's where excitement is. And then you get to decide, which would be my third point, is you get to decide what change means to you. So whatever you decide, change is good or bad, you're going to be right about it. And the other thing that you want to get clear about when we go back to changes and opportunity and taking leadership is remember that successful people make decisions quickly. They don't wallow in indecision, which is, which is a decision in, in itself. They decide what they're going to do and then they make it happen. So I would, I invite everyone on this podcast to check in with yourself and evaluate your ability to make decisions. Ask yourself, how quickly do I make decisions? Your past decisions have created your current results. Whether you like it or not, your past decisions have created your current results. And if it's not what you want, you can make a new decision to move into the future. The people that I know that are very decisive have a clear understanding of who they are and what they stand for. So something you might want to ask yourself is, what do you stand for? What do you really stand for? Because when you're clear about that, if an opportunity aligns with your goals, you will say yes immediately. And if it doesn't, you'll say no right away. Because it's a quick and easy decision for you. Because you know what you stand for and you know if it aligns with your goals and dreams. So another thing that you might want to consider is what decisions are you personally sitting on right now? If you make a decision and it doesn't work out the way you planned, guess what? You have an opportunity to learn and grow from it to make a better decision next time. So some of you might be thinking, okay, so what are steps to use in making decisions? You have to decide what you really want. Then you have to start taking action because you see, it's one thing to make a decision. It's a whole nother thing 
to take action on the decision. And I don't mean that you have to take big, huge, giant steps. They can be small steps as long as you're consistently taking action in the direction of your goals and dreams. And then once you decide what you really want and you start to take action, then after a period of time, you need to take a look at your results and then make some adjustments if necessary. So if it's a great decision, what could you do to make it better? And if it didn't work out like you thought it would, what can you learn from it that will support you in making decisions in the future? Well, let me stop you there for a moment. Um, I had a decision that uh, I planned for this time of COVID at home that I was going to focus on my health and exercise more. And that did not happen so far yet. So what is it that got in the way? Tell me what gets in the way of people who they're like, okay, I'm going to take leadership. I'm going to make a change. This is something I want to have happen. You make a decision and then it doesn't work out as planned. What gets in the way? How do you overcome that? Well, one of the things that I'll say is that sometimes we have limiting beliefs about ourselves that can, that control our life. Like you might've had a plan cat to go to the gym at a certain time on a certain day. And because of the times we're in, you're not able to go to the gym. So you're letting outside forces decide for you or other people's opinions. Like, well, this really isn't a good time to go on a diet because, you know, everybody's baking banana nut bread and they're sharing it with people. So other people's decisions. So every day you get to decide your future. So I like the way that you put the word yet in there. I haven't done it yet. So something is in the way of you taking action on that. So you have to decide, make a decision, and then you're going to have to take some action on it. Okay? So there might be some fear like, wow, I don't even know how it could possibly work out at home and get the same kind of workout at the gym. So why even start? Well, if change is an opportunity, in spite of the challenges you might be facing, you have to find a solution that you can get excited about because that will unlock your creativity. It will allow you to dream. So think about it. If you were a small child, how would you be creative? Right now, this moment in time. I know that children find millions and millions of solutions on how to be creative. And then if you were a world-class leader, how would you be creative? So if you allow your mind to be creative, it'll create some energy and then you'll start to focus on solutions. And then you'll just see how many solutions are out there and then you get excited about that. So then you're expanding your thinking 
which causes you to grow. And then from there, you begin to take risk. Creating things that you might not have thought is possible before. So maybe it's a new relationship with yourself. Like I'm going to create a new and different relationship with myself. I'm going to create a new and different relationship with my partner. I'm actually going to make a decision to get excited about the possibilities in my career. Or, you know what? I'm going to see what else is out there to create a new career. And it's solutions for you to be bigger than you currently see yourself. And one of my personal favorites is, is you'll start to see ways to make a huge difference in the world. Like your product or service makes a difference. Who you are makes a difference. The people who you surround yourself with make a difference. To think is to create. That's one of the main principles in the basic seminar. What you focus your attention on grows and you decide where to focus your attention. So this is, this is how I believe that you are moving up what I call the change ladder. So just think of a ladder with a bunch of different rungs on it and you start to climb that change ladder. You're viewing change as an opportunity. And then you start being proactive about change. Like sometimes change is happening around us no matter what we feel about it, whether we want it to happen or not. However, instead of being reactive, do I react in change situations or do I respond, which would be proactive? And then you're climbing the ladder if you're looking for solutions. Like, I know there's a solution. Just what is it? And then you're coming from, I want to, and I get to do this. And another big thing about change as an opportunity is you have a winning attitude. Like, I'm clear I'm going to win. And winning requires me to take action on my goals. I decide what I'm going to do, and then I do it. I am personally responsible for my results. So you're climbing that change ladder every time you have these affirmations, these thoughts. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't climb the ladder a step or two and go back down a step or two. However, if you keep being persistent and keep being consistent, then you'll move further up the chain ladder. Make sense? As I was listening to you, I was thinking about solutions. And I was like, oh, how could I make this fun? So it's something I want to do that I could get excited about. And you know what, Teresa? I think there are some Zoom dance parties in my future. There you go, a Zoom dance party. See, just by thinking about what's possible and getting excited and then deciding, I'm going to have some fun with this, look what you can create. Yeah, so what do you do then? Let's say 
you know, we have a, a lot of people with family and couples together, spending more time together than they normally do with everything going on. Let's say one, like, I'm all excited about all the changes, but the person I'm living with is not. So how do I support them in these times of change and doing something different? Well, that is definitely a quality of leadership and it's a way to make a difference in your partner's life for sure. So here's my key to success in that is supporting other people in times of change. Because remember, we talked about earlier that you don't know how they're feeling. So they might feel threatened. They might not see changes as an opportunity. So what you want to do is have no concern about how they handle change except to support them to win in their life. So especially with a partner, you might have to give up judgment about what it is you think they should be doing. So I'm supportive of others no matter how they're currently showing up. So what might that require from you, especially if it's with your partner? You might have to bite your tongue and practice silence. However, what you're doing by having no concern about how they're handling change is you're actually supporting them without judgment. And sometimes we want that from our partner. Like, I don't want you to solve my problem I need you to be understanding and empathetic and we don't get to decide how they should do it. Well, is there anything else that you have for uh, how we can find opportunities that we didn't see before? Like sometimes with all of the bad news that's going on and all of these um, changes that feel oppressive at times. How can we find those golden nuggets of opportunity in the sea of what seems like negativity? That's a really great question. So the first thing is you have to decide what it is that you personally are going to focus on. What is one step, one positive thing I can do today to get on track with what I want in my life. So it starts with small baby steps and you have to make that decision about how you're going to view this, you know, because we all have down days. However, you got to get up, pick yourself up, dust yourself off and get moving in the direction that you want for your life because no one is going to do it for you. If you're sitting back, you're missing the opportunity. You're, you are totally missing the opportunity if you're sitting back. I really believe that uh, this is a gift right now, this time to pause and reflect and reevaluate what we want our lives to be. Uh, we don't often get that in our normal day to day. One year blends into the next and time just flies by because we're so busy being busy. So we have a huge opportunity right now. 
Absolutely. You have a huge opportunity to decide what your future looks like and you also have an opportunity to decide what's important to you. Oh, for sure. So we do have a number of questions that people have sent in. And before we go into questions, I do just want to take a moment for everyone listening who has not yet done our classes. If you want more tools to support you in embracing change as an opportunity and living your best life, the PSI basic course has extremely effective techniques that you can put into practice right away to achieve goals beyond what you previously thought possible. And for the results that you really want to create in your life, at the basic seminar, you get to uncover your limiting beliefs and discover what has been holding you back from living the life of your dreams, whatever that is for you. The basic is an experiential class where you will be immersed in powerful exercises and get to explore who you are, what you really want, and how to get where you want to go. If there's anything you want more, better, or different for yourself in your life, then go to psibasicseminar.com and get registered for the next PSI Basic. We hold classes in cities across the country, and of course, it is on pause right now for in-person events. We do have dates later in the year, so you can find a location and date that works for you. Again, that's PSI basicseminar.com. So now for some questions. First off from RY, how do you find what you should focus on and how do you avoid procrastinating? Well, let's address procrastination first. So procrastination is a form of avoidance. So when you're procrastinating, you're avoiding, which tells me that you have an awareness of what you could be doing and you're just choosing not to do it. Make sense? So if you're procrastinating, then that tells me that you have a little bit of inkling on what you could focus on. However, if you don't personally know, then you could ask someone else. Hey, what would be something positive that you would focus on right now in the time of change? Because sometimes we go about this very solo versus asking someone who's pretty good at adapting to change and actually is taking action in their life. Get support. Maybe it's something very small and you're making it into something much bigger than it really is. And how to get started? One small step. Oh, this makes me think, Teresa, too. You know, one of the things that uh, definitely has supported me in overcoming procrastination is especially when I run into challenges and then I get bring other people in to support me, then I have to move forward in order to support them and supporting me. Like when you get an assistant, all of a sudden you're a lot more effective because you have to move forward to get all the things ready for the assistant to do. Yeah, absolutely. 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 Next up from AR, how wants to know how to be the best leader you can be in such a unique time and keep motivated. Well, how to be the best leader 
is to step into what we call your greatness. Like, what are all the things that are great about you that you bring to the table, that you bring to your family, that you bring to your business? Because when you bring all of those things forward, then you are supporting yourself and being a leader and you're supporting other people and listen if they can do it i can do it so you're taking the risk to be out in front what i call it is when you take leadership you're being ahead of the curve so in these times of change what can you do to be ahead of the curve in the new normal great next from sp Recognizing opportunity and acting on opportunity are two different processes. Why am I not acting on the opportunity and only recognizing it? My guess, and and this is not like a given, however, my guess is, is that you are afraid of making a poor decision, a bad decision, because you have a limiting belief around what it means to be successful and what it means to have a failure. Because as we go through life every day, we have successes and failures. The key is, is when you have a failure, are you willing to get up, dust yourself off and get moving again? Because when you have successes, it's all great and wonderful. However, when you have a failure, that is the most important distinction to make is listen i did not do well today however tomorrow i'm going to get back up on that horse and go again because what i want my goals my dreams are worth it and the people in my life deserve the best version of myself that I can be. That would be taking leadership. So maybe you can go a little deeper on this. There's another question from SF. How do you bounce back after disappointment to embrace a new path? Bouncing back is making a decision to do something different. You might not know what you should do, how you should do it. However, when you should do it is right now because you know that you want something different. And because you want something different, you have to take some kind of action in the direction of your goals and dreams. Because listen, some people have very, very successful businesses and then something happens and you crash and burn. Well, that is not that you're a terrible, awful person. That is, well, let's put it this way. What if you looked at it as it's just a business that didn't work out and it ran its course. So now what am I going to do? What, how am I going to contribute to the world? Because bouncing back is part of the wild and crazy roller coaster ride with all the twists and turns and ups and downs. 
versus just being stuck on the merry-go-round, like this is the way my life is going to be, versus, whoo, what am I going to do today to be bigger, better, different than I was yesterday? Well, I like that. What am I going to do today to be bigger, better, and what was the last one? Different. And different than I was yesterday. I like that. Yep. So along the same line, next up from VD, what are some practices for increasing resilience? Increasing resilience. And so I'm going to assume that we're talking about like dusting myself off and getting moving again because like I crashed and burned or I feel like I've uh, stumbled and failed a few times too many too soon, too quick. Well, I would say that one of the practices is to start practicing with your I am's. Like what are the I am's that you're currently saying to yourself that support you and being strong and powerful? Because if you made a list of 10 I am's that becomes your mantra of what I'm going to do today. Like I am strong. I am powerful. I am worthy. I'm a, I'm an achiever. I'm a leader of leaders. Like having some positive I am's like I'm courageous. I'm a risk taker. That's what comes to my mind cap. Yeah. That's a powerful tool. One of many from uh, the PSI basic and, of course, even more in the advanced classes. Uh, what next up from BH, what are some good ways for a leader to stay focused? A leader to stay focused. So one of the things I think about is that if you're really taking leadership, you're not concerned about what other people think. So if you're concerned about staying focused, that tells me that you have something going on around other people's approval and looking outward versus for a leader to stay focused, they look inward and they look to what it is that their mission is, where they're headed, who are they leading, what's their what's the difference they want to make in the world? And then if they have a big enough vision, a big enough goal, then they're going to stay focused on it and they'll end up leaving a legacy. So if you're clear about your vision, your mission in life and your legacy, that will keep you focused. So if you ever get off track, go back to why am I doing this all in the first place? What is your vision for yourself, your family, your business? And what's the legacy you're going to leave behind when you're no longer with us? Uh, Along those same lines of getting in touch more with yourself, there's a question from FM. How does one become their authentic self? Authentic self comes from within. It's internal. It's working on your internal 
beliefs about yourself. And when you become your authentic self, you become comfortable with being uncomfortable because your authentic self, it's like we were all born with these core values and these core values and beliefs that we have about ourselves. meaning we were born forgiving, loving, trusting. And if we start working with being forgiving, loving, trusting, then we will be living our authentic self and other people will be attracted to us because they see that we have a sense of core values and we live by them and stand by them. Next from JP, why do I always doubt my decision and action? I'm ready to do something new, but I have doubts. So Teresa, if you could talk some about courage and you you know, we're talking about the fear that comes up. So what do you do with that when you're faced with that fear? Well, when you're faced with that fear, there's a tool and technique in the basic seminar that can move you straight into courage, which is called three I'm excited. So if you were to physically jump up and down three times when fear is present and say, I'm excited, I'm excited, you're actually changing your body, your body um, chemistry, I guess would be the best word, to, and it will cause you to shift your thinking about what's possible. Make sense? Uh, sure does. I'm definitely a fan of all of the uh, experiential embodiment exercises that we use throughout the PSI trainings. And that is, it seems like if you haven't done it and you're hearing that for the first time, it, it seems so simple and silly, like it would never work. And yet it is actually one of the most powerful tools to shift your energy on a dime and to move from terrified to excited. <laughs> Absolutely. So you could feel the fear, embrace it, and then do three I'm excited and do it as a practice because I'm a big component of the value of practice. Do it for 30 days and see what's different in your life. Like use the tool. Don't just talk about the tool. Use it and then you can evaluate whether it's a simple tool that works or doesn't work for you. Is actually get out there practice, use the tool, do something different. Think about it. For everyone stuck at home right now during the uh, pandemic, if every single person got up in the morning and did three jumping up and down as high as they can, I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited. Imagine all of the innovation that would come out of that. Absolutely. And it could take you starting with your family and then enrolling other family members to do it so that your whole family is excited about the day we're going to face. Do you think that you might find fun, different, innovative ways to spend your time together as a family? Do you think you might find other ways to make your work easier? I think that it could be a great tool, especially with what's happening in the world today is to just make a decision to do three I'm excited, 
physically change your chemistry and see what happens. Well, there's an opportunity for everyone. I'm curious to know how many people listening are afraid of the idea of jumping up and down in front of anybody or nobody. Absolutely. Like even to yourself, your limiting beliefs can get in the way, even if you don't live with anybody or with with uh, people that you do live with. What are they going to think about me? Well, are you are you committed to taking this pause in your life and getting clear about changes and opportunity? Or are you committed to to feeling threatened by the change because change is happening whether or not you like it is not really a factor lots of times it's occurring so how you deal with it and how you face it is up to you so we do have a number of people on the call who have not yet done the psi classes so i was hoping you could just take a couple of minutes to address questions about the psi trainings and what makes them different from what else is out there so we were just talking about the experiential nature so if you could just share with our listeners about our uh, series of classes and give them give them the highlights okay so in the basic seminar you have an opportunity to explore, question, and discover your personal and professional effectiveness. It's like you get to do what I call have a wake-up call. What's working in my life? What's not working? And how we go about you making those discoveries is putting you in situations that happen in your real life. Like you're going to do work one-on-one with just you you are the only person in this factor. You're going to work with another person. So maybe that person that you're working with in the classroom setting represents a business relationship or a personal relationship. And then you're going to be working with small teams of people in the basic seminar. So you can see how effective or ineffective you're being. We work with tools in the basic seminar on how to be more effective in your communication. We work with your particular communication style might not be the same as other people's. So I call the basic seminar like a wake-up call. You get to wake up and have awareness around limiting beliefs, fears that stop you in your life, And then you get to make a decision about moving in the direction of your goals and dreams. So it's one thing to be awake. It's another thing to actually have an emotional experience to where fear doesn't stop you. And at the life success course, which is the second, in a series of classes that we offer you have an opportunity to feel the fear physically and to do something different so taking massive action in the opposite direction of what's comfortable for you and it's a seven-day training for you to discover your unconscious beliefs about yourself And then in our third class, 
which is called Men's and Women's Leadership Seminar, which, by the way, is um, held with men only and women only. And you get to examine your personal leadership and how you show up as a leader of leaders. So our trilogy of classes builds upon each other. Because the first thing you got to do is wake up and you got to be aware of what is and isn't working in my life. Then you have to make a decision. I got to consciously make a decision to do something different. So when fear is present, I do something different. That would be the life success course. And then if I'm really going to take leadership in my life versus be a follower, I have to be clear that I'm a leader of self first and then a leader of others. However, some of the best leaders are followers. However, you know when to follow and who to follow versus blindly saying you're not a leader, so you're just going to follow. That would be a quick explanation of our classes, Kat. Perfect. And it all starts with the PSI Basic Seminar. As I mentioned earlier, you can go to PSIBasicSeminar.com to learn more. So, Teresa, give us your powerful takeaways from the teaching today. What is it that you want people to uh, go away with and take action on from here? Well, if you really do take this opportunity called Embrace change is an opportunity. Do you see how you have the power of choice? Like if change is an opportunity, I can choose. And it's up to you to make a decision, then to take action on it to live your best life. So decide to be the best version of you. Decide to live your dreams. Decide to take charge of your life. And stop sitting back and waiting and worrying. The world is full of possibilities. Take the opportunity. And most of all, take action. Thank you, Kat. Awesome. Thank you. So perfect to have you on the podcast with this timely topic. Thank you so much, Teresa, for sharing your wisdom and experience with us. You're very welcome. Happy to happy to be here and happy to be of service. And thank you to everyone listening in. We hope that you enjoyed the training and have some new tools to move you forward in the pursuit of your dreams and goals. You definitely don't want to miss next month's training. It's scheduled for Tuesday, June 9th with PSI facilitator Cortland Warren talking about post-traumatic growth. You can register now at psilive.com and remember to ask your questions when you register. Again, that's psilive.com. You want to subscribe on iTunes if you're not to make sure you get the episodes as soon as they're released. And if you're getting value from our podcast, don't forget to rate us and leave a review on iTunes and share it with anyone you think would benefit. Again, for those of you who are new to PSI seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI Basic course, you can go to PSIBasicSeminar.com where you'll find information about the class, 
as well as the upcoming dates and locations that are open for registration. Thank you everyone for being on the training tonight. We appreciate you taking the time out to listen in. Have a great night.